Sitter Snippet Series is generally sponsored by the Isaka family, and we want to conclude our introduction to the Bakasha, the middle section of the Amida, the uh, supplications and requests. We've mentioned that Bakasha is the antidote, it is the answer to Ian Tfila. Last night we spoke to Gemara Hashanah, tells us one of the three things, Masker of Anosov Shel Adam, one of the three things that invokes Hashem to examine a person's worthiness and merit is whether they're overconfident in davening. If you're overconfident in your davening, then in fact you take away from thinking Hashem is in charge and you take the reins back to think that you are. You've eliminated Hashem from the equation and that overconfidence slash arrogance uh, causes HaKadosh Baruch Hu to examine. The antidote is Bakasha, the middle section of the Amidah. When we surrender, we submit, we recognize Hashem is in charge, Hashem is in control of everything. That's why there's something critically important to this middle section of Bakasha, which I would argue is very, very often and widely neglected, but is really the essence of tefillah itself. From when we're a young age until we're older, it's alluded to, it's referenced, we're given permission or license, but few, few take up the opportunity. What am I talking about? A mission in Brachos. The mission in the fourth parak of Brachos tells us, a person who makes their davening keva, their davening is not tachanunim. It's useful, except you have to know what keva means, you have to know what tachanunim are. What does it mean if you make your davening keva, they're not tachanunim? It sounds like keva is not the goal, but rather tachanunim is. So what is keva that we're trying to avoid, and what is the tachanunim that we're trying to accomplish or achieve? So the Gemara Barachos Dav Chav elaborates further. The Gemara quotes opinions of Rav Shayan and Rav, of the Chachamim, of the Rabbanan, exactly what this word keva means. First understanding is keva means an approach and attitude to tefillah, that davening is a burden. Keva means I don't really want to daven. If I had a choice, I'd be doing something else with my time. But alas, what can I do? I'm obligated, I'm responsible, I'm accountable. And so I have to come, I got to go to Minyan, I got to open the sitter, I got to put a check next to Shacharis, Mincha, and Marav. Such an attitude that it is a burden, such an approach that shapes the davening that I'm offering, certainly compromises the quality of the tefillah. It's not what we're looking for. It shouldn't be an attitude or a sense of keva. If your spouse says, would you like to spend some time? You want to catch up on your day? You want to go for a walk? You want to grab dinner? Do I have to? If I do, am I covered for a while? Will I have to again? Is there another choice? How long will it take? Can I put a check next to it? So you might have spent dinner, you might have engaged in conversation, but you don't have much of a relationship. So the first understanding of an attitude of Osat Filoso Keva is that when you make your davening fixed, when you make your davening something that you're obligated in, it's not tachanunim, there's no romance, there's no, it's not something which is dynamic, it's not something which is energized, it's not something which is alive, and therefore it is severely compromised in some way even corrupt. The Rabbanon disagree and they say keva doesn't mean to a mindset, keva means the manner, it means the style, it means what is being said. And Rabbi Yona develops a sort of a hybrid opinion of these Amoraim in understanding what keva means. Why am I sharing it with you and closing our introduction to Bakasha? Because if we've said nothing else that you remember about Bakasha, remember this. It is an absolute tragedy that we treat the sitter as a fixed, static, complete text or script or template. That we think that we're going to discharge an obligation by opening it and by simply reading it or reciting it. The reason the Siddur was given to us by Enshach Knesset Agdola, Siddur was given to us by the great rabbis of our Masorah, 
was to ensure that even when we weren't in the mood and even when the words didn't come to us, we would nevertheless be committed to communicate, we would have something to say, and we would nevertheless use our connection to talk to Hashem. But they never intended on the sitter being it. That's not the sum total of our relationship or our conversation to take out a script and to read it with nothing personal, with nothing individual, with nothing that reflects who we are. And that's what the Teferis Yisrael explains. Teferis Yisrael says, If you make your davening fixed, it means that, he gives several uh, understandings of it, but one is, It means that you're not adding anything personal. You're not making something individual. You're not making it subjective or reflect you or your life. None of us who are sitting here right now or wherever you are when you're listening to this, you're not the same person as you were yesterday. You're not the same person as when you said Shacharis this morning. How much has happened in your life between Shacharis and Mincha? How much has happened between Mincha, some of you know because you're looking at your technology, between Mincha and when you'll daven Marav? There's enormous things going on in your world, in our world, in our lives, and that davening is different. Maybe you got a text that told you a piece of information or news. Maybe something you're hoping for or hoping that doesn't happen. Maybe someone needs your help. Maybe there's a difficult conversation you have to have or negotiate. So how could we say a tefillah, which is keva, which is fixed? It's got to be dynamic. We have to be mechadish bodavar. To be tachanuna means in every bracha in that middle section, atachonein. You have to give a drush, you have to give a dvartor, you have to give a speech. You need to use your intellect. You need to use your cognitive ability. You need Hashem's help. Tell Him what you need. And Hashem, go through the whole Amidah. Shema Koleinu, of course, is the generic when it doesn't fit in one of the other 12. But those 12 are the universal human needs. We've been given the script and the template and we're meant to fill in. We're meant to make it subjective. We're meant to add something which is personal. To be Mechadesh Bo Davar. I've given you the metaphor before. I don't know how I came up with this, but it speaks to me. Person has a birthday anniversary, they're marking of someone they care about in their life. So on the one hand, if you took out a napkin and you wrote something personal and you gave it to the person, they'd say, it's nice, it's sweet, thank you, but a napkin? Couldn't get a card? That was the best you could do? So you realize the next time you have an anniversary of your birthday of someone you love, you go pick up the card. And you take the card, you stuff it in the envelope, you seal it, and you hand it to the person. They open it up and the, you didn't put my name? You didn't underline, double underline anything. You didn't write anything personal. You didn't add anything. You just gave me what Hallmark or American Greetings had to say. You didn't add anything. The sitter, Lahavdil, is the greeting card. Anshe Knesset Agedola gave us those words. And now they said, take out your pen, figuratively, and start underlining. Start emphasizing. Start adding something personal. Kodesh Baruch was waiting. He doesn't want us to just give a blank card. He also doesn't want us to just talk to him on the beach, but neglecting the words of the sitter, with their divinely inspired wisdom to author the sitter. Just like in our lives, it's the combination of the two. It's the effort to use the template, but then it's also the effort to personalize and individualize and add our own. And so there's, there's a lot more to say. There's so many other beautiful pshatim. If you daven at a fixed time rather than fluctuate. What's a fixed time? If you say, I always go to that minion. What's fluctuate? Neitzachama. Neitzachama, sunrise changes every day. Tachanunim, one of the opinions of Tiferes Yisrael means you should daven in Neitzachama because then it will be Tachanunim. It changes every day as opposed to Oset Filoso Keva. It's fixed. There's many interpretations, but the one, the one that I think is most important for us to think about as we go into the Bakasha is to not just recite and not just to end the Shemona Esrei not even remembering having said every word, but to think what's going on in my life 
What's going on in my day? What do I need? What do the people around me need? What can I ask for? And how can I use this opportunity in this moment to personalize my tefillah for not to be reciting some script, but to actually add my own words as well.